Welcome to the Kinkist.com podcast, the safest, most comprehensive and educational space for kink, alternative lifestyle dating, connection, and community anywhere on the web. Our goal at Kinkist is to make the experience of connection one of substance and importance in this ever-increasing world of superficial monotony. Are you tired of online communities full of ghosts, bots, catfish, and time wasters? Does a community built upon the pillars of consent, education, and radical inclusion interest you? Head over to kinkus.com to sign up to help us create a community of people dedicated to consensual play, fun, education, and creativity. Kinkus.com, where we ask, what are you into? I am your host, The Real McCoy, longtime lifestyler, BDSM practitioner, and educator. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Matthias Omatola, author, intimacy coach, alchemist, teacher of Tantra and cosmic sexuality, practitioner of conscious kink and transformational BDSM. All right, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Matthias. I'm here with The Real McCoy, and we have a, I would say, uh, an impactful conversation on its way. We got a very impactful conversation because today. All about impact plays. That's right. Bank me harder. That's today's episode is impact plays. Bank me harder. So let's let's dive into that. So for for those of you who don't know Impact Play, um, wow, how how would you describe it, brother? If you wanted to dive into Impact Play, you know, Impact Play is a favorite of you know masochists and sadists alike. But you know, it's I find that it's also very um, fun for sensualists, people into sensory play. You know, we just, we just did that episode on sensory play. So you can definitely, you know, get into sensory play with impact. It's not just for, you know, the heavy masochist or the heavy bottom or the the heavy top or the heavy sadist, you know, it's not just about um, beating the crap out of each other and, and putting as many bruises as you can on your, on your bottom or your submissive. Yeah, but sometimes um, it is. is it, it's a, <laughs> yeah. Some, sometimes it is sometimes, sometimes impact play is, is punishment. Um, but in today we're going to, you know, talk about more impact play, not just being, be, it being used for punishment. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who you know, don't, don't know impact play, play, it's basically a collision of, something against something else, right? As soon as two bodies collide, that would be considered an impact. Deep Impact, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, so <laughs> Impact Play is things colliding, right? And th- it's interesting because a lot of people think of like spanking. That's why we say spank me harder. That's usually the first type of impact play some people are introduced to. There are a lot of different other tools and instruments used in impact play. Um, but spanking is usually where a lot of people go to when they think of impact play. It starts off with a you know a hand to a bottom, right? And that's uh, yep. that's that's an impact. That's that's it. Also, clapping your hands can be impact, right? So impact can create sensation not only within the body, but also just within the mind. So hearing a snap, a crack, a pop, a thud, 
any of those things can create anticipation or arousal, just like some people are aroused by ASMR. Sound is something that is very intimate or very activating to us as humans. And it can be very arousing or create a sense of danger or excitement within the person who's, you know, anticipating the slap or, or sting or pop or crack of the whip. So whatever the case may be, there's, there's a lot around impact play. It's not just the, you know, the two bodies coming together, but everything that goes along with it before and after. Yeah. Yeah. And, and most impact play is, you know, you can divide it up into two categories. You got, you got stingy and you got thuddy, you know, stingy being like an open palm, uh, smack to the, to the, to the body or smack to the buttocks or, um, anywhere where you're going to be doing the impact play. And then, um, thuddy being like, say you cupped your hand and you, and you did the same, the same area and it gave kind of a thuddy whack and made, made a different sound. Or maybe, um, you're talking about using, um, something super stingy, like a, like a flick of a, of a, a um, snapping of a, a towel on somebody that would be considered stingy. Very stingy. But take that same, take that same towel and roll it up into a into a, a a complete roll, and then hit that on someone, and now now it's become thuddy. Yeah, that's a that's a good way of looking at it. It's like yeah, if you roll up a towel, bend it in half, and whack somebody with it, it's much more of a thud. And if you pull back and you know flick that wrist. You know, and just get the tip. Oh man, that's yeah. just the tip. It can, uh, yeah, that, that's that's some sting <laughs> if anybody's been in the locker room. So, um, or you know, locker room play as far as the type of play. Um, so, <laughs> let's dive into this. So, what are some of the you know uh, okay. impact play toys and and things? So, people are you know know the hand, right? So, we talked about hands and mm-hmm. spanking, but uh, what else we got? What? Yeah. Well, you know, spanking impact play, you know, is usually done with your hand. Like you said, I like to cut my hand for thuddy and flatten it out for a more stingy feel. Um, with, with all impact play, I like to start with spanking because it's a great way to warm up the area. So you definitely want to warm up the area, get it, get the, the, the blood flow going in that area, get that feeling going. So you want to start out super light with whatever you're doing. Um, so spanking is, is one of them. Um, and you can, you can get the blood flowing, flushing, and then you can progress into my personal favorite, which is flogging. You know, they call me the flog father. So obviously I love to flog and I've got all different, um, types of floggers. There's finger floggers, there's baton floggers. Um, there's, there's heavy, uh, uh, cowhide leather floggers there's light deer floggers elk floggers um there's so many different materials and textures that you can use and techniques that can be learned on how to throw the floggers that's why they're they, they're so special to me because they just become an extension of my arms so whereas spanking is the end of my arm now i've extended them you know however long my floggers are and i can reach out from afar and make touches on you and i can touch you in so many different ways you know we've talked about the seven layer touch on past episodes and you can implement that with 
any of these toys and devices that we're going to talk about. You can start out really, really light and work your way up to where you're really putting a wall up on somebody. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So what would you say, brother, as the, the first, if somebody was just starting off and they maybe they've done some spanking with their partner and they like it, what would you say would be some of the other things that they would escalate to? Like for me, if they're into spanking, I would usually go to from that, maybe trying a belt just a little bit like what instruments would you say is a, a good good progression to try things out you know once again not trying to you know hit the hardest but it's something to build up to what what are some of the things that first timers if they were going to reach for something they should grab for me i i would pr i like to start with duddy because i you know from my own sensory play and i this is a tip uh, for people who are just getting into impact play, I use all my toys on myself before I'm going to use them on anybody else. If I'm going to buy a new flogger, I'm going to whip myself and see how it feels. Pro and, tip, and the folks. Different hardness, you know, that I could use. Do use all your new toys on yourself. When I go into into a store and I buy a new toy, I tap it on myself or I play with it on myself to see how it feels. So from my feels, I know that stingy is a little bit more traumatic for me. And I think for most people, stingy is a little bit more traumatic, but masochists tend to love it. So I will always start with something thuddy and work my way into stingy. So when I'm when I'm picking my toys, a belt might be considered stingy depending on how thin it is. But if you thicken it up, now it all it becomes study. So depending on what you're what you're talking about, you can you can go into the toys. But I like to start with study and then work my way into stingy, unless my bottom knows exactly that they're into stingy. Nice. And then I can I can start with stingy. But um, so what are good like good a, instruments a for that? Okay, a book. Okay. A, for thuddy. A, a book. Yeah, a book can work for thuddy. I have a friend of mine who's um, actually put, <laughs> he, he, no, he actually put a leather bound Bible on a four foot switch handle. So he's carved out the Bible and put a handle in it. So his, he's a, he's a Bible thumper. Oh, wow. That's so to speak. hilarious. And yeah. So yeah, it's a great toy, but I mean, that's what gave me the idea of you could just use a book or even if you don't, you know, have a book. Nobody makes phone books anymore, but if you've got an old phone book, that's always great. Um, uh, a dictionary, uh, an encyclopedia, all that stuff works great for book-wise. Um, and then a paddle. You know, there's different paddles that you can use. Some are thuddy, some are stingy. I think wood paddles are super stingy, but you can find a nice, soft uh, leather paddle that could be a little bit more thuddy. And then I've got some leather paddles that are kind of fur on the inside. Now those can be super thuddy because you can hit them really hard without getting that sting because it's got a, a fur pad on it. Um, or even some of them come with a, with a letter, a leather, uh, padded side on one side, flip it over. It's got a wood on the other side. So you can flip it back and forth. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of everything. So one of the things you mentioned was warming up and I'm a big proponent of that is getting people warmed up. So let, let's go right into some of the safety mechanics of it. So yeah, you don't want to start too much, but what, what are some things that people should keep in mind when flogging or, or going into impact play when it comes to safety? So safety wise, you want to spread the wealth. 
when you're warming up, you want to go all over the areas that you're going to be um, impacting on. And that could be areas of the back, it could be areas of the buttocks, it could be areas of the thigh, um, the calf, anywhere that you're going to be doing a lot of impact play, not just one or two strikes, you want to get that area warmed up. Um, so, so be generous, start out low. And as you get to that point where you're going to start doing impact in an area to activate endorphins, um, as the as the skin gets he heated up and warmed up, uh, you're going to be able to activate an endorphin pack. And so you can give, you know, five, six, even up to 10 really hard hits, but then you're going to want to activate aftercare. You're not going to want to keep going because those endorphin packs will turn into stress hormones um, like adrenaline and cortisol, and that will send your sub into body language that's going to be running away from you. So if you're, if you're submissive or your bottom is running away from you as you're doing impact play, then you're probably activating those hormones and you're no longer in, in the um, endorphin range of that pack. So you want to back away from that area, let it cool off, give it some aftercare, maybe go to a different type of play or a different area, start doing some dirty talk back and forth. But you're going to want to stay away from that area for about... 10 minutes or so because then you can activate another another endorphin pack doesn't mean that you can't play with that area just don't just don't whack it super super hard for 10 minutes or so change up the sensation um, go to a different area yeah. yeah another another safety tip is when you're flogging or when you're doing impact play you want to avoid these areas you want to avoid the spinal column all the way, all the way down. You also want to avoid the kidneys. The kidneys are very sensitive to impact play. They can, they can rupture with too much impact, including flogging. Even though flogging seems like it's, it's, it's an area that you can do on that part of the back. Um, stay away from the kidneys because just a small tap can rupture a kidney. Um, another area you want to avoid is the throat. You want to avoid wrapping when you're coming, uh, when you're doing flogging. Wrapping would be if you're, say you're flogging someone's back and it it comes up a little higher and wraps over the shoulder you want to avoid that because that accelerates the 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 falls to a point where they're hitting a lot harder than what you feel they're hitting on the back when it wraps it slaps super hard and uh it's not giving you the desired effect that you're looking for um, so know, know your aim, practice your aim before you get into a situation where you're just going to be willy nilly throwing these floggers at, at anywhere on the body. Yeah. Um, uh, when you're flogging, when you're flogging, especially I like to concentrate on the wings of the back or the lats, um, not on top of the shoulder blades, but just below there. And then, um, like I said, avoid the kidneys and come all the way down to where the hip line starts. And then you can do anything below that. Um, be careful behind the knees. You can flog behind the knees, but there's nerve packs there that you want to be careful of. Um, but pretty much anywhere past that, you're okay until you get into more hard, hard implements um, like canes, uh, crops, 
and those kind of things, um, then you're going to want to avoid uh, hitting the tendons too hard. Like hitting the Achilles tendon can be very painful, um, but you don't, and it's great. It's a great way to implement play, but you want to be very careful with how hard you tap it because you can sever the Achilles tendon there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful with when it comes to all joints within the body. Um, Another thing is, you know, in that space is know who you're dealing with. And like you said, warming up and certain areas on other people's bodies might be more sensitive or hold trauma within the body. So just be aware of that. And, uh, you know, and the best way to do that is by going slow and building up with your person instead of, you know, oh, I, I know this. I've done this with several other people. Well, that person, you know, once again, before you go into any play, you should be going through, you know, medical, physical, emotional, you should go through your still your checklist. And once you go through that and you can find out where your, you know, your sub is or where the person you're playing with is with all these different things, still build up and check in, have your safe words in place and all that communication and and start learning once again by using these different things within yourself we all have very similar bodies. Our nervous, our nervous system is laid out very similar within every body. So you're going to see that, you know, your buttocks might take a lot more than the back of your thighs. It's just something that's, you know, it's just or the inside of your thighs. So just be aware of that. And once again, test it out on yourself so you can understand your sensitivity to those things. So you'd be able to better understand what your, your sub is experiencing when you're, you're taking them on that journey. Yeah, and here's here's a pro tip for sadists and um, submissives alike. Um, hold on one second. Um, so if you stretch the skin, say you're bending your submissive over, and that buttocks is um, she's half bent over, and the buttocks is kind of loose and 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 kind of not so tight. That's going to give you an easier effect not to be stingy. So you're going to, it's going to give you more of a thuddy. So if the, if the butt is, you know, jiggly, I, I think I some jiggle, you know, make, make women feel bad. I loved, I love that. Give me a little bit of jiggle and I, and I can hit it uh thuddy. Now you want to stretch that skin a little bit more, bend them over a little bit more. And that, and that whole area tightens up. Now you've got a stingier slap. So just a pro, pro tip, tip, you don't folks. have to necessarily necessarily hit someone harder to get that stingy versus thuddy. It's just a matter of how tight the skin is stretched. Yeah, body position. That's, that is a great pro tip there. So what else? So we mentioned as far as like floggers, you mentioned paddles, you know, belts and books. So what are some of the other tools and implements that people, uh, you know, will start really working with when they go into, you know, let's well, say, deeper types know, of play? I've used... Yeah, I mean, I've used um, chain. You can go in and get heavy pieces of chain. This is this is particularly dangerous. You know, you want to be light. You want to be tapping with the chain. You don't want to be really, you know, flinging it around and throwing it. You definitely don't want to hit any bony parts of the body when you're dealing with chain. You want to stay, stay to the soft tissue. You know, I say, you know, stick to the back of the thighs and maybe the buttocks. Everything else, you know, avoid when it comes to chain. Um, there's uh, canes. I mean, canes are particularly vicious. I mean, they 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 come in bamboo, corporal rattan. punishment. They can be made out of resin, resin, wood, plastic, and they have just such a vicious sting to them, and they leave such beautiful marks. Um, there's a there's a technique called the Jacob's ladder 
where you um, leave layered marks across the buttocks uh, from the top to the bottom. And it, it comes out like lines in a, in a perfect ladder formation. Um, and now that situation, like I said, you want to give one of those hard hits after you've done your warm up. Don't forget, especially with the canes, you want to do a warm up in the area that you you're going to be impacting. Um, and then you want to give one of those hits, let it mark, walk away from the area, give some aftercare, pay attention to body language, see what see what your bottom or submissive is doing. If they're arching their back, if they're pulling away, they're in the, they're in stress. So give it some time before you you make that next mark or attempt to make that next mark. Just don't start go ahead and whacking away at someone unless you've already got an established repertoire with them and you know that that's what they like and that's what they want. That's awesome. Now, is there any uh, specific um, safety things when it comes to canes that's a little bit different than, uh, you know, working with, you know, paddles or, or belts or floggers or whips? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The cane can easily break the skin. So you want to watch out for that. So, you know, light tapping to start out with and every once in a while, a good swack. Um, but you, the, the very tip of the cane, you know, uh, away from the handle can be very sharp. So that's not where you want to be hitting with it. Um, when you hit it hard, a lot of times people think, you know, you need to hit, hit it with the tip, but that can really leave a, a nasty bruise, dig into the skin, break the skin. So you want to hit with the, the, the entire flat part of the cane. Um, so to get most of the meat in the middle of the cane, not the tips, cause that, cause that could break the skin. Um, and, uh, you know, listen for safe words, um, and like I said, watch, watch for feedback. Yeah, that, that's huge. Yeah, when you're going into this play or any type of play, once again, you, you're not going to skip over any of the steps that we talked about when it comes to consent, when it comes to pre-negotiation. You know, these, these are things that you want to do in, with trusted parties. You want to make sure that you have the trust that, you know, people can read your body language or you're working with a pro that is reading people on a routine basis and you're, you're building that up. So if this is something that's interesting to you, go slow so you can have a good experience. And once again, you can always ramp it up and, you know, safety is yep. the, the big thing. So you want to stay sh safe, avoid those tender areas from the spine, the, the joints and the, the kidneys, you know, Oh man, I've had kidney stones. You don't want any problems with your kidneys folks. It's, oh, it's, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. You, you just don't, you want to take good care of, take care, care of your body. You know, you want the hurt that you want, not the, not the hurt you don't want. So, yeah, so do that. And once again, the negotiation, having those conversations about your body, making sure your partner knows how you're feeling mentally, emotionally, physically, and medically. You don't want to go into a situation where you're going into impact play and you actually have some type of joint issue that you hadn't communicated um, or that you have some type of uh, circulation issue that hasn't been communicated or, you know, yes. you, you have some problem with blood clotting or anything like that. You want to be really aware of if you, your body is in a position to be able to bruise healthily and to be able to heal and things like that. Any of that stuff can be a major concern, especially if you're going into a heavy session. So just be really aware of that and communicate that really clearly uh, with your partner in that space. 
Yeah. And for tops, also make sure that you ask those questions. You know, we'll, we'll do an episode on how to negotiate a scene or how to negotiate play and, and things like that. But, you know, if you're a top, you want to ask those kind of questions before you do impact play. Do you have any injuries that I need to be aware of? Is there any area that you don't want me to hit? Is there any area that you'd like me to avoid? Um, you know, these, these are normal questions that you should be asking before you start playing with impact play. Um, but yeah, yeah, we should, we should definitely let's let's do an episode on how to negotiate a PlayStation cool. session soon. Yeah, um, putting it on we, the list. And we talked about in 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 yeah, and we talked about in in prior episodes. Like I said, the seven layers of touch. Um, Matthias has a beautiful explanation for seven layers of touch, but you can you can make your own range, your own spectrum of that seven layer of touch with impact play. And so if you have seven different impact ranges, then you can take your play from sensuality and, 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 um, sensory play all the way to sadistic level, leaving marks, breaking skin, um, you know, however you want to play it. So it's, it's a great way. So many, um, so much expansion can be had. So start slow, work your way up. Yeah, it's always a joy. Well, thank you again for joining us here at the Kinkus Podcast. We always enjoy our listeners and looking forward to seeing you at future events. Head over to kinkus.com, sign up, help us continue to grow and build this community. If you find any other kinksters out there, send them over our way to the podcast and have them join our mailing list. And until then, we always encourage you to stay kinky, my friends. Stay kinky, my friends. Are you tired of online communities full of ghosts, bots, catfish, and time wasters? Does a community built upon the pillars of consent, education, and radical inclusion interest you? Head on over to kinkus.com to sign up and help us create a community of people dedicated to the consensual play, fun, education, and creativity. Kinkus.com. What are you into?